Hey friends, thanks for joining Business Connections with Anita. We appreciate you being here. We broadcast every Wednesday at 10 a.m. on America Matters, 1180 a.m. You can listen to the live stream on americamatters.us or join our Facebook parties, our watch parties, under the on my business page, Business Connections with Anita. We're also on Instagram and Twitter, AF Designs. Uh, you can check out our website, afdesigns.online, and also you can find links to all the guests there, and if you would like to help this podcast or broadcast in any way, you can donate some airtime on afdesigns.online. We appreciate everybody for listening each and every week, and we look forward to talking to you some more, and you have a great blessed day. Thank you for joining us. our show this morning it's a little chilly out there we hope you all are staying bundled up and uh, taking your time this morning if this is your first time tuning in it's 10 o'clock every Wednesday here on business connections with Anita Uh, we thank you so much for Facebook and YouTube we're so glad you're joining us this morning and all of our radio listeners out there uh, thank you so much for making this show so successful yeah it's, it's fun every week. Yep. I, I communicate with an awful lot of people, Christian, and it's just growing and growing. And uh, we're excited about that. Got some ideas coming up already for the new year. <laughs> Been kind of thinking of where this show's going to go next. Uh, just want to give a shout out out there to the folks instead mm-hmm. on the picket line. They're back to work, thank God. Um, they didn't get everything they wanted, like we mentioned in last week's show. However, I did get invited to uh, participate in one of their UAW meetings over the weekend, and uh, it's very humbling to be recognized in your community. It really is. And uh, so another one, she, uh, they kind of help elementary school out there. Okay. And the elementary school does not have any benches for the children or any trees or anything. So uh, they kind of reached out to me at that meeting and said, hey, do you think you can help? So we're going to see what we can do for Desert View Elementary out there instead and see if we can't get some landscape going for those kids so they have something. Yeah, that's such a shame that, uh, you know, you, you want to go to school and feel comfortable. And, you know, if you can't just because the facilities aren't there for you, yeah, you know, it, it, it's such a shame. Well, we yeah. have such great weather here, so the kids get to go outside a lot more than they would, like, let's say we're Trisha's. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know? uh, she's back in the Midwest, and the weather's a little different for the kids back there than it is out here. Mm-hmm. So um, I told them I would see what I could do. I don't know if there's regulations and all these things. It's just in the beginning process of learning what's going on out there and uh, what we can do. Uh, we do have a friend of a friend out there in uh, Indiana. He's in Warsaw, Indiana. His name is Jake Jimrick. Uh, he is on the list for the uh, kidney. He needs a kidney desperately. Uh, he's on the Minnesota and the Indiana kidney donor list. If you know anybody that would like to be a donor or help in any way, you can reach out at Anita at AmericaMatters.us. Now, is it as simple as just getting a blood test to see if you're a match? There's a questionnaire, and you have to be—you can't be a smoker. You can't have any kidney problems. Um, those kinds of things, and there's all kinds of testing and stuff you have to go through. Blood has to be compatible. He is O positive, so um, there's that issue. So that they go through a lot to get there. Right. But um, I know um, David out in Dayton, he's been having a little bit of 
after his receiving his kidney, but I'm, I'm assuming that's probably normal, <laughs> you know, but uh, we think of him a lot out there. Definitely. But he just had a little scary bout, so uh, we always think of them out there in Dayton, mm-hmm. and uh, we want to support Jake. And Christian, what's going on in Rough Riders? Rough Riders, uh, kind of quiet right now, but, uh, you know, it's just uh, more of the same. Moving dogs uh, each week. We're doing one to two uh, trips out to the rural shelters, picking up dogs that uh, their time is basically up, bring them back over here, uh, really giving them a second chance at life. Uh, we do need more transport volunteers so we mm. can move more dogs at any given time. Uh, if somebody is interested in that, uh, just go to roughriders.org or they can go to uh Facebook or Instagram, reach out to us there at Rough Riders Saves. Uh, we are also raising money for our transport fleet, which, uh, you know, we're trying to raise $75,000. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's not a small sum of money. But, uh, you know, to get two commercial vans that are upfitted with kennels, uh, $75,000 is inexpensive. Right. And uh, really did the research to make sure that, um, you know, we could stretch every dollar, make it go as far as we can. And so we are raising donations for that. Uh, As we mentioned, every show, uh, we are fortunate enough that Tito's Handmade Vodka has made a $10,000 donation match guarantee so that the first $10,000 we raise, they will match that dollar for dollar. And uh, any businesses that are out there, you know, we would love to have businesses as part of it. Um, there's some things that we'll be doing for those businesses and putting, including putting logos on the side of the vans, mm-hmm. um, help get their name out there and really show that they're supporting a good cause. And so again, if anybody's interested, head over to roughriders.org and you can get a hold of us there. Yeah. Uh, real quick folks out there, if you would like to be a sponsor of this show, you can do that. And in return, I am going to make you a a little gift and send it to you uh, with our uh, t-shirt, hat, sweatshirt, whatever, and um, and get that to you and get you a little goodie in there. Yeah, you've been busy with your little cricket. uh, Oh yes, I have. I you know. You know, Trish and I, we, we love, uh, she's a longtime friend for those folks listening in, and uh, we're both very crafty. So yeah, I know she knows about a cricket machine. I'm pretty sure she does. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we just uh, really have been having fun with that. I made a sweatshirt. I got a sweatshirt. I got it delivered to a girlfriend that I made for her that just says queen, and it has a crown on it. Um, love the glitter. Uh, effect of that so looking forward to playing with that some more yeah i mean there's a lot more you can do with it now you know, oh yeah I, as far as i knew those little plotters could just do basic vinyl but now you've got uh, some really really neat stuff that uh, you know you're pumping you can out iron on transfers you can do posters you can do banners you can do all kinds yeah. of stuff head over to the facebook page for business connections with anita and you can see some of the work that she's doing there yeah and afdesigns.online as well we got some stuff on there we're going to be taking a break here and please stay with us we got a lot more coming with trish black pine animal sanctuary stay with us we'll be right back the butcher's kitchen charbecue invites your family in for the best wood fire slow cooked barbecue rotisserie and open char pit food around these parts Charbecue on the corner of Virginia and Huffaker presents sliced Santa Maria tri-tip, beef brisket, and ribeye. Charbecue caters your special events with the best tri-tip, pulled pork, and rotisserie chicken around Reno. Charbecue, the Butcher's Kitchen, 7689 South Virginia at Huffaker, Winter's Crossing. Get in and get real. Charbecue, Reno. Low-dose chemotherapy uses only 10 to 20% of full-dose chemo, and it's known as IPT, or insulin-potentiated therapy. It's one of the safest and most innovative approaches to treating cancer effectively. IPT virtually eliminates side effects of full-dose chemo, such as nausea, hair loss, and fatigue. Could IPT be the answer you've been searching for? To find out, call Dr. Dan Royal at 702 562 
1-800-273-1454. IPT uses low-dose chemo with insulin. Cancer cells have up to 20 times more insulin receptors and use up to 20 times more sugar than normal cells. That's why cancer cells thrive while normal cells struggle to survive. One study showed that using low-dose chemo with insulin resulted in a 10,000% increase in cancer-killing ability. Could IPT with low-dose chemo and insulin help you? Call Dr. Royal at 702-562-1454 to see if you qualify for IPT. That's 702-562-1454. At a proper fit footwear in the Reno Town Mall, we've been accomplishing happy feet for over 30 years. We offer a various range of shoe styles and sizes for both men and women. From all-season shoes and orthotics to work boots and safety shoes, our professional and reliable staff possesses the knowledge to help you find the proper shoes to fit your needs. Hard to fit? Hard to find? A proper fit footwear is here to give our customers happy feet. We make people aware of potential foot problems as we're sizing their feet, suggesting the right arch support, and guiding them to the proper shoes for their needs. Stop by a proper fit footwear at 4001 South Virginia Street in the Reno Town Mall today and allow the owner Mike Jones and our fabulous staff to find the perfect pair of shoes tailored to your specific needs. A proper fit footwear in the Reno Town Mall, the home of happy feet, where comfort and your feet meet. Wynema Ranch Wild Horse Sanctuary, a preserve dedicated to keeping America's wild mustangs and burros running free. Wynema Ranch, 29 miles north of Reno near Hallelujah Junction. An amazing sight to visit. Over 130 of God's majestic animals at home on the range. Experience the beauty and wonder. Give at WynemaRanch.com. That's W-Y-N-E-M-A Ranch.com or call 775-384-4444. Wynema Ranch. This is America Matters Media on AM 1180 KCKQ. A Lotus Broadcast Station. The power of radio since 1967. Want to expand your advertising dollar? Sponsor this or any America Matters program by calling 775-827-8900, extension 2. Now back to the show. Welcome back, radio friends. This is Business Connections with Anita on another beautiful Wednesday morning. You can catch us every Wednesday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Joining us today is Trish Brown from Black Pine Animal Sanctuary in Albion, Indiana. Is that how you pronounce it? Albion, right? Close enough. Close enough. (laughs) (laughs) Where is that? Is that central? Is it northeast Indiana? Where is that? No. It is, uh, yeah, I would say it's kind of northeast Indiana. It's about an hour from Fort Wayne. It's a little north of Fort Wayne. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm familiar with Auburn, which is up in that area, too, I think. Yeah. I remember, right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. We uh, we draw from Auburn, DeKalb County, Noble County, Whitley, and Kosciuszko, Allen County. That's a lot of counties. Yeah. you cover. Um, you just became the director here not too long ago, correct? I did. My first day was April Fool's Day, April 1st. <laughs> awesome. Well, congratulations on that position. Well, I know that you. you have the experience to be there, and um, I know that that facility is going to grow with you in that position. Uh, can you tell our listeners a little bit about Black Pine Animal Sanctuary and how it began? Sure. Uh, Black Pine was um, started by uh, a couple back in the 80s. It started as kind of a a roadside petting zoo kind of um, program. It kind of grew over time. Uh, The owner had a, as she began to learn more and more about rescue and uh, sanctuaries, she began to change the tone of her operation. In the 90s, uh, it had 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 outgrown what they were able to provide for it, and their uh, marriage kind of hit the the skids. So the board was formed. It became a non-for-profit. And in 2006, we located to our current facility on the 4-H Park outside of Albion. Awesome. What a great story. Wasn't that, Christian, a great story? It is. Now, how did you get involved, Trish? 
Well, uh, I was um, experiencing kind of a family crisis. Uh, my fiance was in the hospital and he had he was a single father and he has two sons. And uh, when their father got sick, the boys were concerned about if something happened to their father permanently, where were they going to live? And they asked if they could stay with me. And I was really just doing a job that, you know, just got to have a job. And uh, so while I was sitting in the hospital, I got online and I found two nonprofits that spoke to my skill set, and one was Black Pine. And I literally got him out of intensive care, got him home, and drove to the interview. Well, that's fantastic. And how long ago was that? Uh, this happened in February and March of this year. Okay. And so you've made your way to executive director. How did that journey happen? Well, I have a background in nonprofit management. Um, I was involved in community and economic development for five years. Uh, I was also an elected official, and I happened to manage an animal shelter at one time and two youth agencies. And so my background and experience um, and my success with fundraising and events and grant writing uh, kind of uh, seemed to be a good fit for Black Pine. Yeah, sounds like a perfect fit. Yeah, she's amazing. She's done a lot of things for the community back there. And, uh, wow, zooming right along here already. Do you have any events going on during the holidays, Trish? We do. We have an animal enrichment event um, this Saturday after uh, Thanksgiving where we give all of our uh, carnivores turkeys. <laughs> and then on the Saturday after Christmas, we have a, a another Christmas celebration for the animals where we give them um, treats and gifts and uh, so the public can be here and, and see the animals get to open their boxes and eat their turkeys. That's very cool. Now you mentioned carnivores. How many animals do you have there and what kind of animals? Uh, I have over a hundred animals. I have a, a lion, I have tigers, bears, servals, bobcats, wolves, fox. Uh, I have over 55 different species of animals, which is kind of unique in the sanctuary world. Typically, from what I understand, um, good accredited sanctuaries typically only focus on one type of animal. So we're a little different from that respect because we have such a wide variety. How do these animals come in? Are they people who try to keep them as pets and find out that they've bargained for too much? Or is it... Uh, you know, just wildlife that is injured and comes in from there. No, um, we're exotic animals. Okay. So uh, typically it has been um, owner surrendered or it's been confiscated by law enforcement. Oh, okay. Like if a, like Ben, you have a bear named Ben, right? Yes. And he probably wandered off into the wrong area and now he's at your facility. <laughs> No, Ben was um, kept in some pretty poor conditions, Aww. and uh, so um, it took two years for his lawsuit to get through the courts before we got ownership of him, but we boarded him during that time. Oh, good. So kind of like we have animals that live here under assumed names. We have animals here that are involved in court cases we can't talk about. Of course. Uh, yeah. So... Um, a lot of them, there have been several that have come out of some pretty deplorable conditions. Uh, so it's it's definitely interesting work. You never have the same day twice. Right. Well, I'm sure Christian can uh, really, he, he, you know, he does uh, dog rescue. So I'm sure he's seen some things like that too well, in his uh, nonprofit. Yeah, but dog rescue is a lot different than bears and lions <laughs> and tigers. I and understand. I could only imagine. Right. And there's probably a lot of upkeep with that, right, Trish? I mean, they all have different needs. There, there is. There's a lot that goes into it. I'm very blessed to have uh, four 20-some-year-old women. They are 24 to 27 who are incredibly committed to uh, being keepers for these animals. They're here 365 days a year. Sometimes they put in 10, 12-hour days. And uh, um, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes to make sure all of the animals have quality of life. And every animal has their own story. Um, are there any that are there that have, you know, just sort of an extraordinary story or, or something that just people really wouldn't believe actually happened for them to uh, arrive at your place? 
<laughs> well, uh, one comes to mind. I have one animal on the sanctuary that requires a license to be owned in the state of Indiana, and that would be our alligator Gus. In all the other animals that I have in the sanctuary, anybody can own them or have them in their backyard. There's no laws regulating that. However, Gus requires a license, and Gus uh, Fraternity Down in IU Bloomington decided that it would be really great to have a alligator for their fraternity. And um, when he outgrew the bathtub, they had to rehome him. So Gus came to live with us. Can you imagine that conversation? You know, <laughs> hey guys, this will be great. Let's say, you know, this alligator, everybody's going to want to come see us because of this alligator. Well, I'm sure they yeah. get it when it's small and think, oh, it's going to stay, you know, small, medium sized, but, you know, they get big. Yeah, he weighs about a thousand pounds. He's wow. about 14 feet long now. Yeah, yeah. A little too big for the bathtub, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you remember um, Stafford's? Do you remember them yes. in Warsaw? They had alligators, and we would walk around the block, and we would go look at their alligators in their swimming pool. They had two that they kept in a swimming pool. But like you mm -hmm. said, they outgrew the pool, and then no more alligators. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a lot to feed all of these, and um, you probably need donations to help with that. What's a place that people can donate? Um, people can go to our website, uh, bpsanctuary.org. There's a tab on there for being able to make donations. We also accept donations through our Facebook page and through Amazon Smile. That's a really great way to... Uh, help us out if you you know want to buy us some cleaning supplies or so, uh, we have a couple monkeys that primates that have uh, diabetes so we can always use glucerna. Um, the, we just have a variety of needs that we can always use help. How much food do you go through on a given day? Uh, quite a bit. Each cat requires a uh, ten to ten. 10 to 12 pounds of meat a day. We have a deer chaser program, which means the local law enforcement calls us if there's been a fresh deer killed, we go and pick that up. Um, we are also very blessed to have a Costco and Walmart distribution centers in our area that when produce is ready to turn, they will call us and we'll go and get pallets of, of produce that we can um, utilize. Use for their, yeah, yeah, utilize for their diets. That's awesome that the community is so involved in your organization. Yeah, I could only imagine what it would cost if you had to go out and buy all of this food in bulk. Right? Yeah. We're really blessed. I mean, the hunters now are cleaning out their freezers, so it's about daily somebody shows up uh, with um, meat. And, um, you know, Walmart and Costco, there's been times that they've had stuff that didn't get into a freezer in time, and they've passed it on to us. So uh, we have some really great working relationships with with regards to getting food. That's awesome. And uh, I don't know what happened. Um, Willow Bill's asking me for the number, Christian, so can you uh, yeah. pick me up here and then I'll... Yeah, so anybody can call in, including Willow Bill, at 844-790-8255. Again, that's 844-790-8255. And uh, we're going to get ready to go to a break here soon, and hopefully Willow Bill will call in from uh, one of the classrooms he's at. We can check in there, and then after that we will... Uh, talk more with Trish of Black Pine Animal yeah, Sanctuary. Looking forward to that. Uh, learning more about that sanctuary out there in Indiana. And uh, I think, and uh, Willow Bill said he got the number, so we'll be hearing from the kids at Fremont Elementary, I believe it is today. And we look forward to that. They are building those reindeer and getting ready for a display along 395 during it's the right Christmas. right around the corner, yep. Yep, and he's going to be needing help November November 8th, 9th, and 10th. If you'd like information, you can reach out to me uh, through Messenger or however. Andre out there in Brazil, thank you so much for joining us. And Patty, we love you out there in Sparks. We'll be right back after these messages. Join the Funtime Theater this fall as we make the history of the Comstock come alive with Voices from the Past, a walking tour of the Silver Terrace Cemetery in Virginia City. Each year, 12 actors portray past residents of the Comstock, sharing their life and death in the Old West. Shows are Saturday and Sundays, September 28th through October 13th at 10 a.m. and 1 p.m. daily. Visit FuntimeTheater.com to make your reservations and use promo code RADIO for $5 off each adult admission. That's FuntimeTheater.com, promo code RADIO. 
Virginia City is the source of all the richness in the West. While today it brings us a summer of fun with camel races, cook-offs, street vibrations, outhouse races, parades, and many more events, it's never dull on the Comstock. A taste of all this richness can be found at Virginia City Kettle Corn Depot. Our kettle corn is made fresh every day with no additives, just coconut oil, sea salt, and some pure cane sugar. We also offer fresh caramel corn and white cheddar to which we can add jalapeno. This summer we are adding freshly made cotton candy and for hot summer days, Hawaiian shave ice, which on special occasions will offer some adult flavors like margarita, daiquiri, and pina colada. You can find Kettle Corn Depot at the south end of C Street, across from the Sheriff's Office. Our long-standing customers have faithfully been returning to Kettle Corn Depot since 2012. Come get your groove on in Virginia City. Take a look under your bed. Find stuff under there? What about jobs? No? Now try your basement. There's a pair of overalls that overall you're not so into anymore. A perfectly good laptop that hasn't sat in your lap in months. And even more stuff, but still no jobs? Well, you really have both. See, stuff is defined as household articles considered as a group. Sometimes this stuff is no longer needed. Wait, no longer needed? That can't be right. Because remember those jobs you were looking for? Those are really needed, and they're the stuff inside your stuff. Even inside that winter coat that moved with you to Phoenix. Our job is to unlock those jobs, and it starts when you donate your stuff to your local Goodwill. Here's how we do it. When you donate to Goodwill, we sell your stuff to provide job training for people right here in your community. So just by teaming up with Goodwill, you help create jobs. And isn't that worth parting with the leftover guitar from your 80s cover band? Goodwill. Donate stuff, create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A Teenager. Learning the Lingo. Jelly. Jelly adjective. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in... Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. This is America Matters Media on AM 1180 KCKQ. A Lotus Broadcast Station. The power of radio since 1967. Unable to listen to the whole show? A recording of today's program will be available later today. Visit americamatters.us and click on the podcast link. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, radio friends. This is Business Connections with Anita. I am your co-host, Christian Meyer. If, uh, as the announcer mentioned here at the beginning, um, if you missed any part of the show, Check us out on Facebook. We stream live on Facebook Live and YouTube Live and anywhere you get podcasts. So uh, Google, Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, you name it, we're probably there. You can also check out anything you need on afdesigns.online. Joining us, as we mentioned at uh, the going into the break, is uh, Willow Bill. And uh, he is joining us from which elementary school? We're down here in Carson City. Wonderful. At Fremont Elementary, with uh, Miss Lakehouse's first uh, kindergarten class and Miss Gentine's first grade class. Wonderful. And uh, how are you, you guys all doing? We're good. <laughs> what do we say? Safety first. <laughs> all right. Safety first. We're- you know what? We think one of the most important things in this world is to be safe. And, uh, you know, we all we all love America. Is, does America matter, everybody? Yeah! We all think America matters, so we always practice the safety first. You know that. Yeah, definitely an important thing. We appreciate you going into those classrooms and giving the kids the ability to get their hands on some power tools and be safe and and these uh, reindeer are signed by all our students, right? You know, there's 50,000 kids this year that will have their names on these reindeer. And um, after 22 years, we're very proud of that project. Yep, I think we're going to complete the goal this year, right? You know, we're going we're gonna to be, it looks like we're going to hit Border Town all the way to Topaz. And 50,000 of our children are going to be creating the nation's largest art project, dot to dot. For 84 miles with our kids' reindeer lit up at night. That's amazing. 
Isn't that amazing? And I can't wait to see him out there. And uh, you have a couple students. You'd like to ask them a question, I think. I got Gisela, and I have Levi here with me. Gentlemen, who do we let go first? Gentlemen, who goes first? Ladies. Who? Ladies. Ladies go first. Good job, Levi. So, Gisela, we're going to let you go first. And, you know, we, we've been, a couple years ago, Anita, you and I sat down and we said, let's get the kids involved yeah. with the uh, with the businesses. And uh, we thought up this thing called the Minor Minute. And the question is, Gisela, how do the reindeer, do you think, how do they help the businesses? Um, uh, they help them they come from a different, they different state, from a different like country, and they come all the way here to see the reindeer. That's kind of good, good for tourism, huh? Yeah. What about you? How, what do you think? How do the businesses? How do they help? They they can help by like carrying trailers to help people by by carrying like big heavy stuff. Right. So the reindeer, the reindeer helps fly the big heavy stuff around big toys. Yes or no? Yes. All right, I like it. That's a great answer. Well, there you go. That's that's been the minor minute, Anita. Awesome. Down here, down here in Carson City, and uh, you know we really appreciate America Matters Media. We appreciate business connections with Anita. What do you guys think for Anita? What do we got, everybody? Thank you first. See, they're, they're online, ready to learn. So we want to send our love from Carson City, and we'll take you up there in Reno. Have a great day. Hey, thank you for calling in, Willow Bill. We always look forward to it. Kids, you can uh, hear your class on Facebook under Business Connections with Anita or have your parents help you get on YouTube and you can search Business with Connections with Anita and hear yourselves on there. We love having you. And until next time, Willow Bill. Have a great day, Anita. Bye. We love you guys. Have a great one, you guys. Thanks. You too. That's awesome. That's always fun. Yeah. Never know what they're going to say. Um, I, d I did a little uh, show with uh, Reno Technology Academy, and I had the kids on. They were talking about drones. And one of them said, yeah, my dad was flying the drone, and it got caught in my mom's hair. <laughs> <laughs> and I had this envision, you know, uh, and it was a, it was a cute because you you never know what they're gonna say. Yeah, well, and, you know, the, the trades are lost from the school now. You know, there's no more metal shop or wood shop, and so Bill going into the schools and you know turning the kids on to power tools and the things they can do with their hands uh, could really help some of them up. You know, set Engineers. them up a little bit later on in life. Exactly. Yeah. Well, we want to get back to Trish out there in Indiana. Uh, she's been patiently waiting for us to get through our community stuff here. <laughs> and uh, we thank her for taking time out of her busy schedule to uh, be here on our show today. Um, are you, Trish, are you in help? Do you need help with volunteers? Do you, can anyone come out and help with cleanup or uh, what, do, what are you in need of out there? So we can always use volunteers. We have a lot of different volunteer opportunities. Um, if somebody wants to just come and help with events, we have opportunities to do that. If they'd like to come and help with the field trips and the tours, there's opportunities to do that. We need help in our gift shop. We need help with our commissary, doing diet preps, animal care, cleanup, lawn care, maintenance. It just goes on and on. Mm -hmm. Now, what kind of tours do you guys offer? I know that um, I think I read on your website that you have self-guided and then you can have a guided. Yes. Um, during the season, we're open uh, six days a week and there is an 11 o'clock tour. Uh, we have uh, several uh, volunteers who uh, give very excellent tours, know the stories of the animals. It takes about 90 minutes. Um, this next year, we're looking at uh, implementing um, the 3 o'clock tour daily as well. Then we have uh, what we call on the weekends, Saturdays and Sundays, we have a feeding tour that for an additional uh, admission fee. You can watch the animals get fed, um, which is kind of cool with the lions and the tigers. Um, then we have what we call a carnivore keeper tour, which is kind of behind the scenes. And we also have a behind the scenes tour where you get to go and see 
behind the scenes, basically, the things that isn't clearly visible to the visiting public. It just gives you a little different perspective. Nice. And you mentioned uh, an additional admission fee. What are your guys' uh, different admission fees uh, for the different things that you offer? Well, underage two is free. And um, then it is, and I knew you were going to ask me that. <laughs> my head, I do not have that information in front of me. Um, I think it's on your website, isn't it, though? Yeah, it is on my website. Which is bpanimalsanctuary.org. <laughs> Under Visit Us. I know that right now we've decided to extend our season, and so we're going to be open not this weekend and not next weekend, but then we're going to open through Christmas. And from 1 to 4 on Saturday and Sunday, you can come out and walk around for $5. It's just going to be a flat rate. That's a great price. You know, we've got uh, a sanctuary here that has some wild animals as well. And, uh, you know, it beats the price of admission to, um, you know, a zoo where, you know, animals are unfortunately kept in captivity, not generally under the best conditions. Whereas in a sanctuary, you guys are doing everything you can uh, to help these animals and the money goes back directly to their care. Yes, it does. We're um, a GFAST certified sanctuary. Uh, which is the Global Federation of uh, Sanctuaries. So we had to pass certain protocols to get that uh, certification. We don't buy, sell, or trade our animals or breed our animals. We also don't force our animals to be on display when you come and visit our sanctuary. Our animals have a choice whether they're going to be inside or outside. So you take your chances when you come and walk around. It's not like you're guaranteed that you're going to see all of the animals that live here. And what do the facilities look like for, especially the carnivores? Obviously, you know, there's got to be a barrier between your guests and the animals. Uh, you know, how do you guys do that and what size are you looking at? Uh, well, the enclosures are pretty large. Uh, I'm going to say they have about outside and, and it kind of depends on the makeup of the thing, the their specific closure. But the cats uh, have fencing that goes up about 20 feet in the air. Um, there's an electric wire that runs around that prevents anybody from being able to climb out. Um, the bears have a little different type of fencing. Um, they have some barbed wire that has to, because bears are climbers. Um, it just depends on the animals. You know, some of them have the fencing across the top, uh, especially like the smaller cats, like the bobcats and the servals, because they tend to be a little more flexible and adventuresome. They're all very cat-like. So I got a I know what that's about those cats that you know, I would love to come and visit your facility one of these days because um you know, I like cougars and panther. I, I, you have a black panther on there, don't you? We did have. We just Aww. lost him oh, no. uh, within the last month. Yeah. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, um, it was kind of a loss. Yeah. And I guess, you know, things like that happen, and then there's a cost with that. You know, you have to call the vet probably and have, you know, I don't know how you yes. take care of those things when you lose an animal on a sanctuary. <laughs> well, we have a vet tech on staff, so all of our animals are monitored medically on a daily basis, and we have a couple area veterinarians that are our primary vets. Uh, so my vet tech, she's always in constant communication with the veterinarian, and then um, as needed, he will come out, and uh, we have a committee that makes the decision about quality of life and and where where the animal is in that process. So we have a really good system in place for making sure that there's more than one set of eyes looking at the health and well-being of our of the animals in our care. That's we take animals for the rest of their lives. When they come here, we're making a commitment that they will stay here uh, and have the best quality of life until uh, their time's over. Wonderful. We're going to take another break, folks. Please be sure to stay with us. I did post the link in the comments if you would like to check out more about Trisha's organization. And we'll be right back after these messages. Businesses, writers, check this out. Go to LRPNV.com to get your printing, publishing, and professional services today. Need a virtual office? A place to receive and forward your mail with professional address and suite number for your business? Someone to answer your telephones? Want to rent a conference room for only $15 an hour? What about that book you've been wanting to have printed? LRP Printing and Business Center can do it for you. And they have a professional assistant on-site daily, Monday through Friday. 
Just call 775-356-1004. Need copies, business cards, invoices, books, booklets, or graphic design to help brand you or your business? Just call 775-356-1004 or go to lrpmv.com. With a great selection of new and used books, you can get your printing done and a book to entertain you in your time off. And don't forget, you could have your business sponsoring the Bookhound Radio Show, just like Andrew Martoni, author of Little Man on the Map, does every week. Just go to lrpnv.com. That's lrpnv.com or call 775-356-1004. They'll provide solutions for your business and writing projects. Destination Midtown. Experience the difference. Reno's premier shopping extravaganza. Everything imaginable and more. Midtown matters. Get down to Midtown. Ponderosa Meats, the anchor of Midtown since 1954. USDA choice, USDA prime cut. Ponderosa grass-fed beef. Call 775-322-4063. Ponderosa Meats, tradition, quality, and prime service. Midtown Reno, experience the difference. Get down to Midtown. Midtown matters. Do you need high-quality estate planning and family law services? I'm Reno attorney Todd Torvinen. I practice in the areas of estate planning, probate, family law, and divorce taxation. I'm also experienced in probate and family law litigator and believe that prevailing in any litigation requires diligent, methodical preparation. As a certified estate planning law specialist and certified public accountant, I'm singularly qualified to analyze the financial aspects of marital, family assets, or a decedent's estate. A large part of my practice is done in real time. It means that preparation of estate planning and family law documents occurs with the client present and they're reviewed with the client at the time the client is there. Your documents are examined line by line and explained to you then modified based upon your input. This client-focused approach leverages the current technology and enhances the attorney-client communication and relationship. The idea is to produce a better product. Please call me at 775-825-6066 to schedule an appointment today. Again, 775 775- Hi, we're the Goo Goo Dolls. We're fortunate that our daughters have what they need to grow and learn. But that isn't the case for nearly 13 million kids in the U.S. that struggle with hunger. Childhood hunger is a heartbreaking reality that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and provides it to families and children in need. You can help kids in need in your community by visiting feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. This is America Matters Media on AM 1180 KCKQ. A Lotus Broadcast Station. The power of radio since 1967. To join the conversation, call 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Now back to the show. Welcome back, radio friends and our Facebook watchers and YouTube watchers. We appreciate you being here. And for everybody that reaches out to us, I do try to communicate with you if you reach out to me. I have people all over the world, Christian, yeah, yeah. contacting me for different things and this and that. So we're just going to keep reaching out and uh, trying to help folks. Yeah, we're more than America Matters. We're World Matters. That's right. And... Uh, you can learn more about our guests on my links page on afdesigns.online, so be sure to check that out. I leave those up there, so if you've heard a broadcast and you're um, not sure because you're driving, you can always go to afdesigns.online and learn that information if you uh, aren't somewhere where you can write it down. Yeah. Or download the podcast. Or Listen down- to it again. Yeah. Multiple times. I do. <laughs> I, well, I do because I try to bear it better and better each show. That's exactly. why I do it. Um, 844-790-8255 is the number to call if you have any questions. And we're going to get back to Trish. We've uh, covered a lot of our questions here in the fourth segment. but um, Actually, I had a question. So okay. uh, through our dog rescue nonprofit, anytime we uh, adopt out a dog, we make sure that they are fixed, spayed or neutered, and uh, obviously trying to help population control. Uh, is that something you do with the animals that you guys take in there? Yes, if we can, um, if this species allows, then then yes, we do. And we make a really strong effort to keep. Um, in situations like our tortoises, you know, there's, you're very limited. So you just have to keep them separate, mm-hmm. um, separated. But yes, um, we spay and neuter. Well, I'm sure. Because we are not in the business of breeding. We do right. not, yeah. you know. 
You're in the business of saving what's here. Yeah. Well, with tortoises, they move slow enough that you can, uh, <laughs> should be able to separate them pretty quick if you see something going on. Right. Now, what, what led you to become such an animal lover? Oh, you know, I grew up in a farm community. I was involved in 4-H. I've always loved cats and dogs. Uh, they were probably my first friends, you know. So um, it's just kind of been a natural progression. That's cool. How much? And we covered over how much it costs to maintain the sanctuary. But where can where can people? How can they contact you? Let's tell that again because we're here in the last segment. Well, they can contact us through our website, um, or they can email me directly at exec at blackpine.org, or they can follow us on Facebook and message us via Facebook. What sort of things do you guys share on Facebook? Do you do any, uh, you know, fun videos of the animals that are there, uh, you know, information on how people can get involved? Yes, we do all of those things. Um, pictures of the animals, videos of the animals, uh, our events, uh we need interns, so oftentimes we advertise for interns and volunteers. Uh, you know, any kind of information, we're currently working on national and state legislation, so we use uh, our Facebook page to kind of promote those efforts. That's great. Now, you mentioned that only one species of animals, alligators, need a, uh, you know, people need a license to own. So that means anybody can own a, a tiger or, or something exotic as long as they take care of it? That's that's correct. Well, and, you know, take care of it. That's kind of a, a relative term. I mean, yeah, anybody can own it. There's no, there's no laws that prohibit that. Not in Indiana. There's very few states that really have laws in place to uh, deal with exotic animals. Very few animal control officers are prepared to go to answer a call where there's a lion or tiger involved. Very few animal shelters have anything in place to deal with it as well. I would imagine, and, you know, once animal control gets involved and, you know, they find that, you know, conditions may not be right for an animal, uh, where do you guys come in and, and where do they sort of draw that line? Well, uh, you know, I guess it depends on the conditions that the animals are in um, and who's the governing agency. You know, there's different uh, entities that monitor, you know, like your roadside zoos and, you know, your... Uh, you know, it depends on what the person's using the animals for. I mean, if, if they're doing breeding and that sort of thing, the USDA is involved. Um, and so they, and animal complaints, people, if they're filing complaints, then uh, animal control and law enforcement can get involved. Usually we just, people just reach out to us. I mean, we, we get about a request a week to take some sort of animal. I was going to ask that question. I'm glad you answered that. Oh, good, that. good. <laughs> um, but I was going to ask another. Oh, how long? Who's the oldest one that's been in your sanctuary? That's what I was going to ask. Wow, that one's a really hard question for me. We just lost our oldest tiger, and that would have been Taz. Um, I don't really know at this point. Um, China would be has been here since. Uh, was a cub um, and China's 18 years old so uh, say it's some of our cats I would say have been here the longest how, how do those animals even get to Indiana I can't imagine that they're just readily available you can't go on Craigslist and <laughs> you know type in tiger for sale no there's groups that you know there's other sanctuaries that will work together we have a trailer uh, we have two pickup trucks we have a trailer specifically set up to go and help uh, transport an animal um, but we've had other sanctuaries that have helped us that have reached out to us over specific situations help transport animals here uh, we just got Samaras and agoutis from a facility that had been closed down in Canada and they were brought here by airplane uh, we have a pilot um, who works for a local orthopedic company that will go and fly for us to go help pick up animals so we have a couple different ways of getting the animals here what a great, I just love how everybody comes together and makes it happen, you know? You know, that's really how it is. I mean, you know, there's a lot of goodwill in people that um, get into this kind of work, and there's a lot of uh, support for each other to help us 
do our best work. Yeah, there has to be. You know, it's if everybody's working against each other, you know, only the animals suffer. And so as long as everybody's working together to create that sort of environment, uh, you know, the animals are better for it. I agree. Christian, you want to go for a visit now, don't you? I do. I do. Yeah. I drove through Indiana on a uh, dog transport almost a year ago now. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it's, you know, through Indianapolis, and I was, you know, big fan of uh, Parks and Rec, so, you know, they've got the, <laughs> the town of Pawnee, Indiana there, so uh, maybe next time I go through, I, I'd love to, to check it out. Yeah, you have to go up northern Indiana. Yeah, maybe not this time of year. Mm. A little too cold for me. Yeah, I hear that. <laughs> well, Trish, we can't thank you enough for joining us today, and uh, we love learning about Black Pine Animal Sanctuary and how it began and uh, the success of it. And I know it's going to grow and you're going to get, um, you know, I'm just, I'm happy that there's a community there that's so involved. That's warms my heart to know that that's in place. And uh, is there anything else you want to add on here? Again, folks, uh, she does have some events coming up during the holidays and uh, be sure to check out their website. To get learn more information about that or their Facebook page, um, Trish, you got anything else you want to add here at the final moments? No, but if, you know, if anybody has any questions or you know if there's any college interns looking for an internship, reach out to us. We're always we're always looking for more people. And Anita, I really appreciate you giving us this opportunity to talk about Black Pine. You can come back on any time you want. You just let me know. Hey, I have something coming up. I'd like to get the word out. Um, I can always make room for you, just so you know that. Well, thank you. And being a nonprofit, uh, aside from food donations and monetary donations, are there other types of donations that you guys could really use? Uh, we can really use cleaning supplies. You know, paper towel, toilet paper, laundry detergent. We do so much laundry. Everybody has to have clean blankets, clean towels, uh, Con contractor sized garbage bags. We go through a lot of garbage bags. Um, yeah, we that's the kind of things that really goes a long way to helping us uh, keep our heads above water. Yeah, and along those lines, you know, especially anybody listening here in the Nevada area, if they want to help out, Amazon Smile is a great way to do that because not only can you get those cleaning supplies, send it to them, but then a portion of what you buy goes back to uh, the sanctuary as well. Yeah, we love Amazon. It's like a win-win. It really is. It is. Yeah. I like that. Wynema Ranch is also involved in Amazon Smiles. So, uh, yep, Rough Riders has one as well. Yep. Business connections with Anita? No, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking around. Uh, to our listeners out there, we thank you so much for joining us. Again, if there's a sponsor out there that would like to sponsor a segment, we'd love to have you. Uh, we have the ability for our uh, watchers that they can actually see your product or anything. So if you have something you want to uh, have us demonstrate here on the studio, we can do that for sponsorship. We've done and giveaways in the past. Yes, we have. And uh, I can send you off a little personalized goodie for uh, your sponsorship. And the thing about sponsorship is it's more than just the local radio. Again, it goes out worldwide. We're on the podcast. We're on uh, live streaming. Mm -hmm. And so uh, thousands of people are seeing uh, you and your product. Yeah, that's amazing. 80,000 listeners at the time we go live. That just blows my mind that all, all those people and out that's there. that's just terrestrial. I know. And I, I, I really do um, appreciate everybody out there. Trish, you have a great day. Please say hello to your staff for us and let them know we thank them for doing such a great job from out here in Nevada. And uh, hope to get to see you soon on a trip maybe next spring and uh, we can hang out and catch up. I would really love that. If you want to find out more information about Trish's organization, you can see that on afdesigns.online or visit her website, bpanimalsanctuary.org. We can't thank you guys enough. Again, afdesigns.online. Christian, next week, I don't know. We'll see who's got, we might just uh, talk about travel business or something. We'll see what's we'll coming up. Yeah. Everybody have a great hump day. You are the best part of our week. 
Thank you so much, friends, for tuning in today and taking in our podcast. We appreciate you. If you would, leave us a positive review. That would be very helpful. It helps us get guests lined up and get sponsorship. If you would like to donate airtime, you can do that on afdesigns.online. And I hope everybody has a super great day, and may you be blessed.